What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode six of our podcast, Sip and Sports. How we doing? Big week for you last week. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good going into it. Yeah. A lot of stuff going on, so. Yeah, it's a good week. Absolutely. How you doing? Good. You know, got to pick it up, but hey, new week. Glad it's a new week. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Um, well, the topics for today, so we're sticking to kind of the the cleanest version of it. Yep. Top thing in sports that we saw, Minnesota Minute. We're doing our picks recap, beer and seltzer review, and then version two out of the three rounds of the uh, the NFL draft. Yeah, and then top fives. And then top fives, yeah. Yep. Don't forget about that. Perfect. Um, top thing in sports, what do you think? So my thing from last week is uh, Jordan Spieth. Won the RBC Heritage Classic, just another tournament. But what's ironic about it is last year he won the Valero Open also on Easter. Um, and next year they were saying that on Easter Sunday in 2023, it'll be the Masters. So if he could three-peat, he's also going to have a green jacket, which would be kind of cool. Really? Yeah, it's kind of wild. So he's just... He's just rack- He's an Easter player, he's I guess. He's literally... on Easter? Yeah, so I guess if you're going to bet on him, bet on Easter. So... But don't bet on him on literally every other weekend. No, don't. Don't. It's not worth it. Yeah. Don't do it. Because that would be a loss. Yeah. Um, Mine was also on Easter. It was the ending of the Celtics and the Nets for game one. Um, It was essentially a buzzer beater. I don't think they brought him back out. But the, uh, the basketball person in me enjoyed it even more because the Nets had the ball. The Celtics got to stop, and then they come down. It's kind of like a all-over-the-place play, and then Tatum cuts to the basket and finishes the layup at, at the buzzer. For yeah, the watching it, it almost seemed like uh, Marcus Smart was going to shoot it, and then he had the patience well, to he, let two guys go through. Yeah, he got the ball with like four seconds left, and he, he looked around and took a dribble, and then by that point there was like, what two to three seconds left right. and he still passed it and they were able to finish it before the buzzer yeah, went off. Tatum almost just like stole it there was a guy also wide open in the corner I think it was Jalen Brown but Tatum almost just grabbed it spun oh. yeah I mean at that point you can only make so many passes with four seconds left right you just gotta put the ball you gotta put a shot up yeah, yeah. and it went in that so. shot to lay up yeah plus I was actually happy because I had the Nets plus four so it was a win-win situation um all right, we're rolling. Minnesota Minute. Let's hit it. All right, 60 so, seconds. Yeah, Minnesota Minute. We'll start with the Wild. Wild clinched a playoff spot after taking home an overtime win against the Sharks. Uh, Minnesota Twins just split with Boston earlier this week. They have Kansas City coming up. Minnesota Timberwolves obviously won on Saturday. Big away road game. They'll have a game Tuesday, and then they'll also play tonight at home for the first home game. I know that's exciting. Uh, moving on to the softball or the Gophers, I should say, softball, unfortunately got swept by the number one team in the Big Ten, Nebraska. They play Maryland at home this coming up weekend. Baseball also got swept, but it was by Iowa. They play Penn State. Uh, St. Thomas baseball took two of three, which is surprising. Uh, they also play North Northern Colorado coming up this weekend. And then to finish it off, 
St. Thomas softball took one of three, one of two, or one of three. They play North Dakota this weekend. So that's your minute. Man. I mean, that's literally 60 seconds. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. You're getting better at it. You know, it's just, it's just fluid, fluidity. It's just who I am. <laughs> yeah. Practice <Okay>. makes perfect. <laughs> I gag, yes. <laughs> um, are, we, are we just rolling? Yeah, the let's do it. Recap? So let's do the, yeah, let's do the picks. All right. Um, I can do it. Yeah, go for it. All right. Just because I'm feeling extra good about it this yeah, week. Yeah, it's the one. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's surprising. He does well. So now he wants the to first, talk about it for a first while. First week in a while. Uh, so overall records, my record was 15 and 6. Dave's record was 9 and 12. So not great. But somebody had to fall back. Um NBA records. So I guess my individual records: NBA five and L, NHL six and two, MLB four and four, for a total of fifteen and six. Dave's records: NBA three and four, NHL four and three, MLB two and five, for an overall record of nine and twelve. Yeah, some would say the MLB is the top one. Yeah, what's up? What's up with the MLB? Aren't you a baseball guy? I think so, but I don't know. Like I said at the beginning, like I said, I think two podcasts ago when it MLB started, it's hard. The pitchers aren't even pitching till five or six innings. I mean, like when the Twins played the Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw had a perfect game, and they took him out. A perfect game. I mean, what are we talking about here? I guess it's just we'll see once team gets rolling, but you know, it's a new week. I feel pretty good about the picks earlier this week, so we'll see what happens. Weren't you a big over-under picker in the NBA don't you want to try that out in the MLB? Uh, the MLB, I think, is a little harder because you just never know with scores. I think the NBA, I guess my thing was the NBA during the regular season, I, I remembered that they don't play defense. Mm. Now in the playoffs, they do play a little bit of defense, which makes it a little harder, but we'll see. I mean, enough about me. What what gave you the strength, I guess? I mean, I would like to preface my overall record is still a little better, so I know we're dogging on me, Barely. but... Winners win. Winners are still winning. But we'll yeah. talk about Naram since he had a good week, so we'll make him feel good for one week. We'll see if the conversation is the same next week. In that case, the overall records will probably flip. But, you know, um, the NBA playoffs started, so that's just kind of, I mean, I rise to the challenge of the playoffs. So I think it was the same thing with the NCAA tournament. You know, just when, when the playoffs or the tournament get started, that's when... You got to step up to the challenge. Yeah, so you're a playoff guy. Yeah, which okay. is good because the playoffs will be going for a little while here. So yeah. good for the NBA. NHL, I think I've, I've figured out my strategy a little bit. And then I feel like, I, <laughs> I feel like I'm picking the same teams every time. I just got to sprinkle in a couple different ones. Like I feel like I'm always picking the Panthers, yeah. um, the Predators, the I mix in the flames and um there might be one Rangers, one. you like the Rangers, I know. You've the picked Rangers? them quite a bit. You All picked right. them twice last week. Oh. And the Rangers, I guess. Yeah. But I kinda just rotate between those two those couple teams. We'll see we'll see NHL playoffs come around. Because right now yeah. the teams are playing the teams that the don't have a chance teams. to play, so now it'll be interesting once <laughs> I know. the playoffs, we'll see. That, that'll be a lot more challenging for me. <laughs> yeah. No, it'll be interesting to see. I think the playoffs will be exciting. Yeah, probably. Um, That's what you hope. Yeah. 
But also, fun fact for you, uh, the Japanese pitcher we talked about last week, who had a perfect game in his first overall start, threw another perfect game for eight innings before coming out. Because they were working, like they did say with Clayton Kershaw, they want to do uh, pitch count management, which is stupid. It's the stupidest thing in sports. But had another perfect game for eight innings. So he has 17 perfect innings so far to start the season. What league is he pitching in? No idea. But he plays for the, his name's Roki Sasaki. Oh, I actually think I saw. There's an article about him. He's like yeah. 20 years old. I think I saw one about him. Yeah, he plays for like the, uh, I don't even know what the random league. It's some Japanese league. But yeah, 17 perfect innings so far. That's pretty good. It's not bad, but he doesn't have two perfect games to show. Cause well, you, you can't get better than that. No. So it's only, hopefully it keeps staying the same for him. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how Just long it can last. Perfect game. Yeah. But. Well, better luck next week for you. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I mean, now it's now it's just the fighting words have come out. So it's now it's a yeah. big time competition. Before we were exactly hoping for each other to win, I think. But now it's just be kind of hoping, rooting whatever. So we'll see. I think I stopped that a little a couple weeks ago when my record turned for the worse. Yeah, happens. Can't complain, you know. <laughs> we'll see what happens. All right, let's get on to the beer and seltzers. Yep. So for me, we have the famous White Claw Hard famous. Seltzer. Oh, White Claw, I think, was the original hard seltzer. Was it actually? I think. I mean, I think when people talk about seltzers, I know it's the White most Claw is for sure probably the first name that comes to mind. Yeah, I agree with that. And for beer, another local brewery, Indeed Brewery. And it's, honestly, I was walking around and I saw the can and that it was a brewery that I had heard of. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to pick that. But it's the Lavender Sunflower Honey Dates Honey Ale. This could get interesting. It's a mouthful. Yeah, it could be very interesting. Ale brewed with lavender sunflower honey. Oh, it's sunflower honey. So it's just three things. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's it's LSD for short, <laughs> but it's lavender, period, sunflower honey, period, dates, period. honey ale. Gotcha. So it's different. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting. That mm-hmm. is a lot, though. But the can is pretty cool if you're looking at it, or if you want to see what the can looks like, if you go to our Instagram, we'll have a picture of it. Ooh, Okay. Oh, that's a unique color. I don't think I've ever had. It's a pretty strong golden ale color. So they said it was honey ale? Yeah, honey ale. Interesting. Yeah, what is this? A twenty-four ounce? <laughs> the liquid just kept coming. I mean it is a lot. <laughs> We'll start. Uh, seltzer. So it's the strawberry. Yeah, seltzer first. <laughs> you can smell it. Holy moly. Yeah, it smells. It smells probably better than it tastes, some would say. Definitely smells like strawberry. I mean, you definitely get that vibe. It doesn't taste at all. I wouldn't say that. I definitely think there's some kind of flavor to it. 
It's the carbonation, though, that kind of overtakes the flavor, like most seltzers. I don't actually think it's half that bad. I mean, you can kind of taste a little bit of the, the strawberry in there a little bit. I mean, it's not as strong as, like, the first, the press, and the, I think, the actual strawberry lemonade one, but I don't know. I don't think it's that bad. I think it's better than the other one, so I'll probably say... I'll give it a flat seven. Rookie score, but I'll give it a flat seven. Seven? Seven. I think it's my third best one so far. That's really high. We're going to differ on this one. Um, I'm going to give it a... Yeah, let me take one more little sip. Um... We'll give it a five, nine. So you think it's the worst one so far? That's for sure by far the worst one you've given. The no, lowest no. before this was six, three. I think I had six, maybe two. a six, one. I don't think, I, I don't know. We'll have to Around see, we'll have to check the tape, but that's, yeah, that's the lowest by far. By a couple. I also want to expand my rating numbers, and I don't really like this one. I think that... There's a lot of smell taste, but there's not a lot of actual liquid taste. And there's a little bit more carbonation than I probably want in this. And a strawberry drink is not my first choice. Gotcha. So, so there's a lot working against it. Against it. Mm -hmm. Against it. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. So seven flat, five nine. Yep, five nine. Yeah, and we're moving on. Hmm. Hmm. It's definitely an ale. This is interesting. This is an interesting taste. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I said, you can definitely taste that it's an ale. I don't know if it has like the the sunflower. What did you say it was? Sunflower? Sun and flower honey. honey. Yeah. And dates. Yeah, here. We can flip that to the side there. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad. I don't. I don't think it would be be my first choice necessarily. It, I don't know. I. I mean, it's hard when you had, we had some good ones with the peanut butter one and the lemon lime one. Mm -hmm. This one's definitely not even in the same category for me. Just being honest. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it's bad, but I don't think it's like those two <laughs> set the bar pretty, pretty higher on the higher end. Which ones? The peanut, peanut butter ones for sure. Yeah. And then the lemon lime one wasn't bad either. Because yeah. it didn't taste like beer. It literally tasted like a lemon lime soda. Yeah. Which you can't go wrong with. Right. So, I don't know. I, I love the brewery, though. This is Indeed, right? Indeed, yeah. yeah this is the local. Yeah. Mm. I can give my score if Damn. you're not ready yet. Yeah, if you want to go. I just, I hate to dog it. I'm I not going to dog it. But. <laughs> I think it's 5-7. <laughs> think it's even lower than yeah. the fucking, than the... <laughs> <laughs> the seltzer? <laughs> yeah, oh. I, do. I don't think it's very good at all. I think that 
it's there's not a lot of flavor when I'm drinking it, yeah. and the aftertaste I don't particularly care for. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's bringing it down is literally the aftertaste where it's like, ooh, mm-hmm. it's like hard to swallow. Yeah. Where it's just like, ooh. And I don't think that I'm a big date person, so I don't yeah, particularly know the taste of a date right. in my head. But to have that the aftertaste to. is kind of what I'm picturing tasting a date would be. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. If the aftertaste of this is what a date tastes like, I'm, I'm fine not trying to. <laughs> yeah. I'm perfectly fine with that. I would probably say, I don't think it's in the fives for me, though. I'm going to say a six one. So okay. we're, we're, we're teetering. Yeah, we're close. But I'll tell you right now, this these two combinations, like the strawberry white claw and now this one, yeah, the flavor really isn't there. You gave the White Claw 7-0, though. Oh, I th- for me, I'm saying for you, that's what you're... Pro- like that. I think the White Claw tastes just like a seltzer. Oh. I don't mind the White Claw. I, th- I think for this more so, I should say, mm-hmm. it's not bad. I don't think it's very good. I would get one at a brewery and probably milk it. Like, you would probably see me drinking this for an hour. Yeah. Trying to suck it down. I'd probably just move on. <laughs> You'd go back up to the counter. And <laughs> yeah, say, yeah, I would. Let's get something else. It is in interesting, here. though, because it's 7.2. So it's high. Yeah. That's the highest one we've had. The, the last week's one was a 4. It was a 4.5, I think. Wasn't it right around? An yeah, order? and the chocolate yeah. peanut butter was 5.2. And this one's 2% yeah. higher. I mean, I, can't, I, have, I hate to keep harping on the peanut butter one, but that's your best bang for your buck. Yeah. I mean... If it's only 5'2 and it tastes decent, yeah. shout out mom for getting us those for Easter. But, um, yeah, this is, I just hate to do it to Indeed because I like Indeed. It's yeah, a fun brewery. It is It is a good brewery. So if you're looking for a good time, yeah. definitely hit up Indeed Brewery. But Maybe you can try this one out and give us your review or just stick away. No. Just go. <laughs> My review is pick something else. Yes, <laughs> pick a different beer side. that they got. So yeah. we'll pass it to the side. Don't, don't, I wouldn't waste your time if you feel adventurous. Because it is a limited time uh, beer this that one they is? have. Yeah. Good thing. So it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a limited time and after <laughs> that limited time it should probably never come back out again. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, if you're looking for a good time, Indie Brewery, it is good. Yeah, we'll say, I mean, one thing that a lot of these have is it is a cool can. Yeah. They do a good job of of creating cans that, yeah, grab your attention. Lavender. It just is such a weird combination. It is. Lavender. But it's LSD, so they can call it LSD. Yeah. I mean, tomato, tomato. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. All right. Well, hopefully better luck next time. Yeah, that was tough. I mean... There'll be a lot more coming, so. But let's get on to uh, last week. We talked day one of the draft, day or one. round one, day one, day and one. first round. Yeah. Yep. And now we'll do round two and three. Yep. So, so we'll day two. Up. Yep. Rounds two and three. Kind of players we're liking, players that might fall here. Yeah. So first thoughts. What do you think, Dave? Well, I think obviously in the second and third round there will be. I mean, in the first round there was no running backs. Which is Potent- not potentially. potentially. Well, on the yeah, potentially. I think for us, a lot of people would say the running backs kind of fell this way. And there's some good running backs. I mean, Iowa State, Brees Hall is a good running back. Kenneth Walker. Mm-hmm. You have Dalvin Cook's brother, James Cook, who's obviously a fantastic athlete. So I think usually and some, I guess, you kind of fare most of the time the running backs do fall a little bit. Yeah. Just because I also feel like in the NFL, 
there's a lot of good young running backs, but running backs also don't last very long. Yeah. Well, they don't want to draft him super early because then they have to pay them more mm-hmm. initially, and then they are taking a spot that they could use for somebody else. Right. Like, I think a lot of the first-round guys, like we talked about, like, obviously, cornerbacks, defensive guys, like, those are mm-hmm. guys you can literally plug in and they'll play yeah. that first day. I don't know if... And nothing wrong with these running backs. I just don't know if these running backs would be like, hey, you're a three-down running back. No way. Not right away. Right. Could they potentially? Absolutely. But it just also depends what fit they get. And so, yeah. what about you? What stands out? I know we've talked about a lot with our... Uh, our former golfer guy. Yeah. Mafe, he's... Well, he's all over the place. I mean, I've seen different mock drafts that have him going in the 20s, yeah. like mid to late 20s probably. And then I also saw one that had him at 60. That's so crazy. 60 is what, round three? Or round four? Uh, round three. Oh, yeah. Really? No, round No, round two. two. End of round two. End of round two. Yeah, round two. Because yeah. um, there are... Once you get, I believe, round three is when you start getting some compensatory picks for different things. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's a massive gap from the top range of where you're probably seeing them to the bottom range. But, Which is kind of crazy because it's like you look at it and it's just like there's probably a lot of teams in that late first round, especially early second round, that could benefit from a player like that. Yeah, when you when you look at teams that are in a better position to win now, they right. might only need one defensive lineman or whatnot. Right, or they just need depth. I mean, like yeah. you look at like at some of these mock drafts, they have them going earlier to the Buccaneers. Well, obviously the Buccaneers uh, are top tier talent, but like you yeah. can't hurt depth, and he's a young guy. Right. So it's like, hey, you have that young talent that you can work with, mm-hmm. kind of. And the difference is, too, like a guy like him maybe and some of these other guys, maybe they're not plug-and-play guys right away, but they take a few games, they take a year or so, mm-hmm. learn the system, do whatever, and then next thing you know, they're starting next year. Yeah, then they can step in and they're pay- they're costing the team less, so then they can let the older guy that costs more go. Right, 100%. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. Yeah, where do you think, like how early do you think that he's going to go? I think he's going to go in the 30s. So pick 33. I don't think he's going to go in the first round. I think he's going to go the first 10 to 15 picks, I guess I should say, of the second round. So 33 to 45. Yeah. So 30s to 45, I, I think. think. I think if, you, if he drops all the way to 55, 60, that's a steal, I think. Yeah. But Well, I saw one that I think uh, he went and visited the Vikes recently. Oh, wow. I think. Because they have... Pick 14 of the second round. Yeah. Which is, what, 46? Something like yeah. that. 46, because it starts with 30... 32. 32. Yeah. No, so, 33. It starts with 33. So if he's, yeah. a, if he's there at 46, then you say take him. Yeah. No, I 100%. Because I think you look at it and it's like the Vikings' two picks are two cornerbacks, obviously, which we have a lot of need for. But if you get mm-hmm. a standout quarterback, cornerback, with your first round pick... Maybe it's worth taking a chance on a guy like that to do an edge rusher, edge rusher, but mm-hmm. we'll see what way they go. I mean, there's a lot of talent, and I mean, there's some good guys that will drop and fall. Yeah, there so, always is. Honestly. And then trades will come and whatnot, so. Yeah. Um, another thing that is interesting to note, so you take a look at the running backs 
will there be any of them taken at the end of the first round like there has been in the past? Maybe, maybe right. not. What do you see the quarterbacks? Obviously, you got like Malik Willis and Pickett going most likely early, but mm-hmm. in that second group of guys, you look at guys like Matt Corral or or uh, Ritter. Rivers, yeah. yeah. What uh, or even the North Carolina guy, right? Howell. Howell. Yeah. He's, he's kind of in that. Dropped a little bit. He's yeah. kind of in that next tier, trying to inch up to that second tier of quarterbacks. Right. Do you think teams at the beginning of the second round will look at them, or they they think that if they don't get one of those top guys, then it's not their year? Yeah, I think. I mean, obviously, like you said, the top tier talent with like Pickett's obviously been up there. Malik mm-hmm. is up there too. I just think it's one of those things. You look at the teams at the end of the first round, and it's kind of like okay, the Patriots. They literally just drafted. They have Mac Jones. Yeah. So then you have. Other guys like the Ravens at the end. So I think there is potential, like you said, for those Desmond Ritter-ish kind of guys to fall. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, you look early second round, and this is potentially when maybe a trade could come. Or maybe you look at it and say, hey, a team like Tampa Bay, will they draft a quarterback? Mm -hmm. Or will you have the Houston Texans draft a quarterback who seem that they've been throwing around random quarterbacks? And you've also seen stuff if, like, the Giants don't take a quarterback. I mean, is this Daniel Jones' last year? Could be. I mean, you get so many years to prove yourself, and mm-hmm. at some point you almost just have to milk it and say, sorry, you haven't performed, you're out. Yeah. We're going to build somebody else. And so, Well, you got to think that he's at that point. Oh, this is for sure his last year to prove it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and let's be honest. I mean, it's it's the Giants' offense really isn't terrible. They don't have a ton of great wide receiver options. Right, but I mean, what? I, yeah, and I think the thing is, though, you have a, obviously... Or they haven't, at least. Right. I mean, you have a decent tight end. Evan Ingram's okay. There's just gone. injuries. Oh, he left. He's gone. Yeah. So they had him. They don't have him anymore. But what I'm saying is, like, you look at Saquon if he stays. I mean, they have some other talent. I just think it's always like it's the Giants. They just can't put it together. And I feel like every time I've watched Daniel Jones, it's like, dude, what are you doing with he, the football sometimes? Yeah, he can't hold on to the football. Right. That's his biggest problem. Yeah. Or the infamous where he's running to the touch. What is he running an eighty-yard touchdown run and then gets tripped up? Yeah, brutal. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I think I think it's one of those things where like this year's draft. I think the first round is definitely defensive heavy, so I think there will be a lot more playmakers in the second and third rounds. Um, will somebody fall to the Vikings? I I don't see why not taking a chance on a guy like the Gopher guy. I don't see why not if he's there. Yeah. So. Yeah, so right now the top tight end that uh, the Giants have is Ricky Seals-Jones, who was on the uh, Cardinals, Washington, Washington team. team. Yeah. yeah, he's been bounced around a lot too. But they still have all their guys at the wide receiver position. Kenny Galladay, um, Tony. Do they have Sterling Shepard still? Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton. The thing with them is they're just always injured. All these middle-of-the-road guys that just get injured all the time. Right. Right. Kenny Galladay has never played a full season. Kadarius Toney's actually a very good player. They have Matt Breida as their their backup running back now. And Tyrod Taylor as their backup quarterback. Those are Should be their starting quarterback, to be honest. Tyrod Taylor is a better fit for that team than Daniel Jones. I mean... No offense to Daniel Jones, but... Yeah, it's tough to say there. Yeah, I mean, I think also when we're talking about the draft, I mean, I think you look at it and you go into uh, even, let's say, the third round now. 
I mean, there's a lot of guys who I'm just looking at these uh, mock drafts, and they have like Mechie, the wide receiver from Alabama, who's oh, electric. Yeah. Yeah, but he's, he's got good. he's injury, he's got mm-hmm. whatever, but he's electric. And then you have Zamir White, who's a Georgia running back, also electric. Mm-hmm. And you have these good talents, so it's almost like can you find the diamond in the rough and kind of pick a guy like that and hope you get lucky? Yeah. There's still talent out there, and I think a lot of teams, like you said, once they start getting into the third round, fourth round, and above, you start to see a lot more trades that probably on TV don't make sense. But then you look at them and they're like, oh, they're basically stacking up for this one guy. Yeah. And they move forward with that. I don't know. I, I, I think if we're just talking Vikings, I think the thing is we have to, maybe even in the second round, try to take a offensive lineman. I feel like we take them every year. Yeah, but I could definitely like, see offensive linemen. If we get our cornerback, if we get our guy, mm-hmm. I could see that. I could see if we don't get our guy, we push back. We trade, trade back, back, and yeah. then we try to get either a cornerback. And so then, then maybe we have an extra second or third round pick type of thing. To get one of those offensive linemen, for sure. Yeah. The hardest part, I don't know how many offensive linemen are going to be there in the second, third round that people would want. Right. And then, well, I think the biggest thing for us is it's just like, it seems like it happens so much where it's just like, you draft these offensive linemen and they just, they either play a little bit and they're just not as good. Or they just they get hurt, or they just we seem like we're drafting offensive linemen every year, first every or second year. round, every year. And I think this year, especially talking just Vikes, the biggest thing is we need to fill the corner. We need a cornerback. I mean, we need to fill that spot. Yeah. Our I defense. Think everybody knows that we need. That's what I'm play. saying. So it's like you almost think like, why not just trade up to get your guy and go from there? Well, I don't know if we necessarily need to trade up. Well, it depends who's in front of us, though. I mean, if if we can't get one of those top two guys, I don't know about that. I mean, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. You never really know if somebody's going to take them for sure until they they do. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think maybe potentially just trade up two or three picks, if you know, nah. from 20. I mean, this now has us no, picking. We, we have 12. Or 12. See, this this says it's potential. I mean, the newest thing is that the, there's going to be a trade. I mean, I don't know how often these are updated, but that's our Desmond Ritter guy. I mean, those are updated all the time. Right. But the thing is, if... If the two cornerbacks are already taken, then we'll just trade back. Yep. But that's, I mean, that's besides the point. So you wouldn't trade up to get them? Well, we're talking rounds two and three. If if I, w- I wouldn't trade up to get the cornerback, if they're there, let's go. Otherwise, let's... Just wait. Yeah. Get more two and three picks? Yep. Yeah. We'll see what they do. Mm-hmm. I also think the last thing that I wanted to touch on is it's always interesting for the teams that don't have a first-round pick, but they have second- and third-round picks to see what they do, if they can do much at all. Yeah. So there's actually five teams that don't have a first-round pick. Who are the five? Can, can you guess them? I'm going to say the Rams are one. Nope. Really? Mm-hmm. They do have a first-round pick, I believe. Let me double-check. Uh, Titans? Oh, no, they don't have a first-round pick. You're correct. <laughs> All right, so that's one. So there's six. Rams. Cardinals? Nope, they have a first-round pick. They're at 23. 23. Yeah. Packers obviously have a first-round pick. Do the What division are we talking about here? Raiders? I mean, they're all Raiders. Raiders or Broncos? 
Broncos yeah. probably have the one. The Broncos don't. They don't have one? No. Do the Raiders do? No. Nope. So that's three. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. You want to know the other ones? Yeah. So you got Chicago, so Cleveland, Denver, Indianapolis, the Rams, Vegas, and San Francisco. Yeah, I could see... So let's let's do this. Of those teams, I'll list them again so that they're top of mind. But of those teams, do you think any of them will try and get into the first round? Yeah, same again. Rams? Well, I'll start at the top. Chicago, Cleveland, Denver, Indianapolis, the Rams, Vegas, and San Francisco. Um... Well, I think I mean to be if I'm being honest, I think if you're the you're the Bears, you try to get in the first round. Yeah. The Bears need a lot of help. I think if you're well, the Browns, have... you try to steal you you try to get in the first round. I mean, I think a lot of people are already pissed like this Deshaun Watson thing, like hopefully it works out for you. Mm-hmm. But you gave up a lot for him. Um Vegas, I don't really think if we're going just truthfully. I don't think the, I don't think the teams I don't think need one well, are Vegas, Vegas only has five total picks. One in round three, one in round four. Yeah, so I don't think they need it. They don't have enough. They can't get up there. Yeah, I don't think they need anything, though. I think they're fine. I think... The thing about Chicago is they have the seventh pick of round two and the 16th round of pick two. Or the the 16th pick of round two. So they have some In the second round. Yeah. Yeah, but they have some ammo, too. They should use that to get up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They have some pieces to get up there. Yeah, I think that's a big one. I, I think the Rams... Vegas, uh, potentially San Fran. I just don't know they if you're San Fran, what, what do you even need? You need defensive Fried guys. Defense, yeah. Obviously, you're probably going to go this year. We're going to see Trey Lance. Yeah. So Got it's it. like maybe offensive linemen, but I don't think necessarily. Yeah, I think they're pretty good at offensive line. I think that's kind of their skill set is like run yeah. and run. So. Yeah. Um, Colts. That's tough. I don't know about the Colts. They don't have that much to give either. Yeah. I would say the biggest ones are... Chicago, for sure. Chicago. I would say Chicago, and then if the Browns can get one, too. I don't know how much ammo the Browns have, but... The 12th in round two, 14th in round three, and 35th in round three. Um, yeah, so if you give up two, they're Browns for... for ah, yeah, I think That's the Browns... going to be tough, I think, yeah. to get up there, though. For them, it's for sure going to be tough. I think they would benefit from it, though. I think them and the Bears would be the most beneficial. Yeah. Denver, it's kind of similar, though. I just, Denver's got your guy at quarterback, so you obviously gave up a lot for him. So, Mm -hmm. but I think the other teams are fine. I think the Rams will make another push for the Super Bowl. Vegas kind of got their guy, or what they think is their guy. And then San Fran, I I think, will be fine, too, Mm -hmm. with the new switch. So, what about you? Do you have any of those teams? Are you kind of the same? Probably Chicago. I mean, yeah. they're probably most likely. It's I fine. Think, hey, 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 being a Vikes fan, it's fine if they don't want to make moves. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I feel like they need a, a wide receiver. Yeah, they lost Allen Robinson. Yeah. So they just have Mooney. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I just don't know if Justin Fields is the answer on that team, too. So. I mean, I don't think you draft a quarterback. I think you build around no, him. No, you like, can't. They just drafted him last year. I think the biggest thing with the Bears is always their big thing has always been like, oh, the defense, 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 and they're just... When their defense isn't good, 
they're, they they can't struggle. be defense, defense, defense. Right. Well, their whole team is not very good. I don't think. Yeah. So they got some room to work with. But all right, yeah, uh, top good. five. Yeah. Go top five. Let's do it. Um. All right. So the topic for today, Dave came up with it, is top five offensive players. So we're only looking at skill position players. So that's quarterback, running back, wide receiver. And tight end. So we're going top five guys that you would want to start your franchise with on the offensive side. This upcoming season. Yep. Yep. So you got five guys, and so one position will be doubled up. Mm-hmm. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Yep. All so right. you want me to go through my whole five? Yes, I do. Okay. So I got quarterback Josh Allen, running back Derrick Henry, Wide receiver, Devontae Adams and Jamar Chase. Tight end, Travis Kelsey. Mm. Interesting. You guys are a little older than mine. Yeah, I mean, I picked... I mean, here's the thing is, I think for a lot of those guys, I think they still have at least, maybe not five years left, but a handful. So, I mean, I would take them on my team for sure. Okay. Yeah. I went... Basically, strictly rookie contract deals, so I can use all the rest of my money on defensive guys. So we're going Josh Allen, quarterback, so that was the same. Jonathan Taylor, running back. Okay. That was, I was between him and Derrick Henry. I will yeah. say, I was between him and Derrick Henry. Uh, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson at wide receiver. I like it. So the LSU products. Yep. Okay. So they can bond a little bit. Yeah, that's a good bondage. Yeah. They can hang out. A lot of grittying. A lot of grittying on the field. A lot field. of it. Yeah. yeah. You think that will be a distraction? No. <laughs> no. And then Kyle Pitts as my tight end. So you did go young, young. Yeah. So I can use all the money for all the other positions. I mean, that's like all guys that are, what, within three, four years of getting drafted. So if you're looking at dynasty draft or, or a draft to start a team with, that it's to me, bad. well, Josh Allen, he's not on his rookie deal, is he? No, he just got he just his got new, new yeah. deal. I think the thing is, though, when you look at some of those guys, and if we're talking a two years out, three years out, I know we're only talking one year, but you're gonna hit a lot of top contracts with those boys. Those wide receivers are gonna want to get paid. Well, that's okay. I don't know. We'll see. I, I mean, mean, we could keep this in the record book for this year and see whose team performs better. If you're looking at if you're looking at your roster, you already had to pay Devontae Adams. You already had to pay Josh Allen. You already had to pay Derrick Henry. I don't know if you're going to be able to afford Travis Kelsey. Oh, Travis Kelsey's already on a five-year deal. He's already getting paid too. He's already paid. The only guy that's questionable is Jamar Chase. My guys already have deals. My guys already know they got paid, so they're not playing for nothing. They're yeah. playing for the rings. But you're not going to be able to pay any of the rest of your team. Your defense is going to suck. We're only talking offense. We never talk about defense. No, I know, but if you had to, if you had a salary cap and you're paying all these guys, well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All I know is my squad is young, they're feisty, and they want to get paid, so they're gonna perform. Let's hope so. You never know. Yep. See what happens. All right. Keep in mind for this year, fantasy. Watch yourself. Yeah, careful. Um, you got anything else? No, big week. Big week coming up. Yeah. Big big game tonight for the Timberwolves. Home opener. Or home opener of the playoffs. Yeah. So. Let's get rowdy. Yeah, rowdy is the first word I would say. Let's get a dub. I mean, we were at the playing game. That was electric. Yep. So, we'll see what happens. Just got to make it to game six. That's what the 
<laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully with the series on our side, 3-2. We'll see. That would be ideal scenario so that we can close it out. Yeah. Game six. Wow, we're home. there. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah so, we're going to the game. That's yeah, why. shout out. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, follow us on social medias, Instagram, Sippin' Sports, Twitter, Sippin' Sports, same handle. It's in our profile picture if you forget how to how it's spelled um otherwise like subscribe follow interact with us we like hearing from you guys and uh we'll talk to you guys next week yeah peace peace